Season One, Episode Three, Goal Setting Challenge, Day Two. This is True Success Channel, the official podcast of the Soul Sisters Drive, a podcast series that helps you discover how to unlock your inner greatness and transform your life to a fulfilling lifestyle that echoes through eternity, bringing you success in this world and the next. And now, here's your host, True Success Strategist and Soul Sister Shamima Shah Jahan, along with your co-host Zainab Ziyar. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh, dear soul sisters. This is me, your host, Shamima Shahjahan, along with your co host, this is Zainab Ziyad. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Wa alaikum salam warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. How are you, Zainab? Alhamdulillah, I'm well. How are you? Alhamdulillah, I'm doing great. And I'm actually excited because the listeners might not be knowing this, but this is the first time that Zainab and I are recording the podcast while standing because we came across this resource online the other day that says that recording the podcast while standing will help us keep the show lively. So do you Definitely. feel any difference in <laughs> So far, I mean, it's really good. It's like how your posture changes and yeah. your voice is a bit more live. So I really like it. Yeah, honestly, I'm like literally moving my hand around a lot. That's the same with me. Yeah, how I usually do when I talk. Because I feel like when we are seated down, our hands are more constricted. So it's nice. Yeah, and this is less movement when you're seated down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so true. So anyway, the topic for today's episode is would you like to give it away to our listeners Zainab yes sure so day two is get clear about your desires and define your end goals whoa, whoa wait 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 I was just thinking what if someone just listens to this podcast and they don't know what we are talking about so do you think we have to give a bit of an introduction of course we should okay so for those of you who are confused about what we are talking about in terms of day two and getting clear about your desires and defining your goals this particular episode of our podcast is a supportive audio which is complementing our seven day goal setting challenge workbook so if you like to get this seven day goal setting challenge workbook which is free all you got to do is check out the link on our instagram profiles you can check out either my account that is at shamima underscore charge that is spelled as s-h-a-m-e-e-m-a underscore s-h-a-j or you can alternatively also check out zainab's account that is z-a-i-n-a-b-z-i-y-a-r-d so this seven-day goal setting challenge workbook is essentially a guide that will help you set your goals, create a plan of action, and begin achieving them in only a week. And in the last episode, we were discussing day one, which was titled assessing where you are and setting a powerful intention to bring about change so alhamdulillah zainab and i did a lot of discussion around this particular topic and like zainab told today's topic is going to be about getting clear about your desires and defining your end goals so zainab i have a quick question for you yes my question is why do you think it is necessary for a person to get clear about their desires well getting clear about your desires is you know where to put your attention to Mm -hmm. and also what to put your awareness on 
Mm-hmm. It puts your intention in place. For an example, if your desire is to be a da'i, a caller to Islam, Mm-hmm. So that's your desire. But the purpose of that desire, like your intention for that desire could be either for fame or to leave a good legacy. Yeah. So you need to know why exactly you want to achieve your goals so what is your desire for achieving that goal i totally agree about that because in day one we talked about setting a powerful intention and in day two we are talking about setting clear desires i think it's kind of connected to each other because while you are setting your intention you also need to look at what is your desire because I feel that having the right desire would provide you with the driving force to go ahead and achieve your goals irrespective of all the barriers that you would have to face. Definitely. It's like intentions and desires, they go hand in hand, Mm -hmm. right? So a desire without a good intention or the other way around is just going to be a waste of effort. And at the end of the day, your efforts are going to go in vain. Yeah, that's totally true. So I think it's really important for us to understand that having the right desire would help you motivate yourself. It's like a self-motivating factor. Yeah, it is. And the second question for you is, why is it important to define your end goals? Like, why can't you just go about your everyday life just making sure that you're productive every single day why do we have to have an end goal can't we just focus on every single day and make sure that we are doing our best every single day without having an end goal an end goal is the main important thing for our life it's like it's like you need to know where you are heading to you need to know your destination just like you're driving a car you cannot just keep on going straight You need to know where you are heading Mm -hmm. to. And it is like the theme of your life, why you are living. And you need to always remind yourself about your end goal. It is like the ultimate desired result. Yeah, that's true. And I think it's very true for a Muslim because we should always have our end goal, which is Jannatul Firdaus Al-A'la in our mind. So whatever we are doing in life, we have to do it that would result us in seeking the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, which would in return guarantee a place for us in Jannah. Because I feel that if we do not have an end goal and if we are just focusing on every single day, just to make sure that every single day is a productive day, how do we know that we are actually exerting our efforts in the right thing? Because There may be several right things that you can do, but there are only certain things that will actually take you towards your end goal. For an example, let's say you want to do the Umrah or Hajj. You are doing the right thing. You are applying the visa, etc. But you are not doing it to go to Makkah, but you are in the end just applying the visa process to go to Hawaii. So you might never get to do the Umrah or Hajj because your efforts were applied in a different place. Yeah, well, that's so true. It's clearly telling you how the importance of getting clear your desires plus knowing, defining your end goals. And you see, it's really important to know your end goal because until and unless you know what exactly is your end goal, you don't know you would not know if you have to just keep going straight or whether you have to take a right or a left or perhaps even take a whole u-turn to reach your destination and only if you know your end goal would you know that you are actually using all your 
energy and putting your efforts in the right place. And you should also remember that it's not just enough to have a goal, but you should also have a plan because a goal without a plan is just a wish, which is why we created this 7-Day Goal Setting Challenge Workbook, which would enable you to plan out your goals, which is the focus of day two. So you can turn your goal into a reality and transform your life into a more fulfilling lifestyle that matches your dream. I totally agree with that. As a believer, we need to always have our ultimate end goal certain times we get drained into our dunya work and we forget our ultimate end goal along with our striving in this world we need to keep in mind our ultimate end goal and that will definitely show you which way you're walking you're walking towards it or are you walking away from it right that's so true and if you do have the workbook which i hope you have downloaded by now you see that the template of day one and day two is the same where we have this table where we have written down seven different aspects of your life. Zainab, would you like to read what the seven different aspects are? Yes. So the seven different aspects are the spiritual, relational, financial, health, professional, personal, and the philanthropical. Yeah. Essentially, the template is kept the same because you can just print it out if you want to and paste it on your <laughs> wall, your journal, your notebook, whatever. And you can just compare and contrast and see what exactly you need to do to change your current life, which you assist on day one to your dream life which you will be writing about in your day two table so for an example on day one if under the spiritual aspect you said that your salas are not done in their proper time and in your ideal life you picture yourself doing all your salah in its proper time all you got to do is ask yourself what do you need to do to ensure that you stop procrastinating your prayer and start praying it on time and this is the same for every other points under every other aspects of your life whether it's relational financial health professional personal or philanthropic you're talking about picturing about you doing something shows the importance of envisioning the future Mm -hmm. that's so true because when you envision your future it will not only motivate you and push you towards your ideal life but it will also give you the patience and the perseverance that you would require to overcome any obstacles that comes in your way. I think, uh, Zainab, you know, one thing that always crosses my mind when I think about envisioning the future is how the Prophet ﷺ reacted during the incident of Taif. So for those of you who do not know, the Prophet ﷺ went and conveyed the message of Islam for the people of Taif. But unfortunately, they did not take the message well. In fact, they even went ahead and pelted the Prophet ﷺ with stones and physically harmed him to the extent that he was bleeding so profusely that his shoes were soaked up with blood. At this particular time, he went to this particular garden and make the long story short, an angel came to the Prophet and asked whether or not to destroy the people of Ta'if for reacting and treating him in such a way. Then the Prophet wasallam, subhanAllah, he was able to envision the future of the Muslim Ummah so well that he said the angel not to destroy the people of Ta'if because perhaps although they do not believe the current generation that just chased the Prophet humiliating him, perhaps their future progeny will accept Islam and worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and I think that's so amazing because the Prophet was able to be patient and envision the future that he was not only able to see hope in that hopeless situation but because of his patience, several 
years down the line, the city of Ta'if actually accepted Islam as a whole. And this wouldn't have been possible if the Prophet was not able to envision the future. Yeah, it's really amazing. It shows also the farsightedness and having hope mm. that things will change for good. And also envisioning your end goals. It's like certain times, like when you're defining your end goals, you might have certain abstract end goals. So for example, mm -hmm. that would be you want to leave an impact on the world in the most positive way. So that's very abstract. It's not very clear. Whereas you have a concrete one, which is like, I want to be a doctor or I want to be a scholar. So these are the two types mm -hmm. of end goals. When you envision your end goals, you get a clear picture. Okay, this is what I really want to achieve in my life. So that's one of the benefit of envisioning your end goals. That's very true. When you envision your end goals, you will stop having abstract thoughts and you will know what exactly you want to achieve and when you know what exactly you want to achieve you will know where exactly you need to focus so you will stop wasting time focusing on the wrong things i think that's a very beautiful point zainab and also there is a particular system we have recommended in our workbook for the listeners and whoever is attempting this workbook to follow when they are writing their goals is to use the three keys system which was recommended by brian tracy in his book titled goals so the three p stand for present positive and personal that's just interesting yeah so but before we go to the three p's i think for the benefit of those who are following us via the podcast only and have not downloaded the book if you have not listened to the podcast that covers the day one of the seven day goal setting challenge we highly recommend you to listen to it because we discuss points to consider under the different aspects of one's life we will now move on to the 3P system, which we want you to use when you are writing down your end goals. As I mentioned before, the 3P stand for present, positive and personal. Zainab, I thought to make this interesting, instead of just going through the theory of what exactly is a goal written in present tense, in the positive format, which is also personal, I thought we will just look at examples and analyze as to whether they are in the present tense, if they are positive and personal, etc. Let's start with one P at a time. The first P that we will be focusing on is P for present. So Zainab, mm -hmm. what do you think is a good example of a present goal? That is a goal written down in present tense so we normally say i will exercise three times per week or i will recite the quran every day or every day after fajr so that's usually saying i will do this i will do that rather a present goal would be i exercise three times per week or i recite the quran every day after fajr so there's a big difference between those two yeah that's right and before we discuss about this further i think we'll just go through the second p and the third p and then we can discuss about the entire system as a whole yes so when it comes to the second p which is positive can you give an example for it as well please so a goal which we usually make is for example that would be get rid of the clutter on my desk it's very negative so rather a positive goal would be i have a clean and organized office yeah that's right it's just a lot 
lot of positivity in that. Yeah, that's so true. It kind of motivates you and doesn't make it appear like a burden. Like, oh my God, clean the cupboard. Ugh, you know? Yeah. And the third P is personal. What do you think is a good example that would fall under this category? And what do you think is an example that will not fall under this category? So what wouldn't fall into this category is, for example, you might have a personal goal. Maybe my goal is to earn in a halal way. Or another example would be my goal is to stop smoking. The way you tweak it is I earn in a halal way or I am a non-smoker. Yeah, that's right. It's really remarkable to see how simply reconstructing these sentences creates a whole new effect to them. For an example, in the first P, you spoke about changing how we generally write in the future tense. That is, I will do this, I will do that to I am doing this. Like, I will exercise to I exercise three times a week. It kind of assures you and reaffirms your goal in the way that it pushes you to envision your ideal self and live it. And the second P that is positive instead of saying get rid of the clutter in my desk or clean the house or do the grocery shopping which kind of sounds very tiring and like a burden you have the end goal written in a way it creates a fresh outlook in your head and kind of motivates you (laughs) and then personal it's very interesting how we stop writing down goals in the passive forms like my goal is to this and that to i earn in a halal way i am a non-smoker i am x kilogram i have a clean diet and also when you're writing personal goals it's a good practice to use an action verb after the word I. For an example, I earn, I have. And I think that sums up today's episode when it comes to the day two where we discussed about getting clear about our end desires and defining our end goals. We discussed about why it is important to get clear about desires and we discussed as to how desires can be a big motivating factor. And we also spoke about the importance of knowing what exactly is our end goal. And finally, we looked at this awesome system which we can incorporate when writing down our goals there is a 3p system which is to write our goals down in the present positive and personal format yes i just want to add like one point in three p's yeah so you were talking about how you write a verb after an i so it is called the i statement so when you make a statement starting with i it is like you are submitting an order to your subconscious mind you're telling yourself subconscious mind for example if it is i am a non-smoker so you are telling your subconscious mind that i'm a non-smoker it's like a processing system to your brain it will go to your brain so your brain will figure out how to bring that into an action that's so true it's amazing how a simple word which is actually one letter can start a whole process in your brain it's like kind of giving your brain a command saying that this is under my control it is possible it is it's just beautiful no no and i really hope that the listeners benefited from this episode if you did then please do feel free to give us your feedback and do share snaps of you working with this particular workbook on your social media account and tag us as we mentioned before our social media id is at shamima underscore shah and at zainab ziad and also we have this amazing community called the soul sisters tribe which is your space to learn connect 
and grow with like-minded passionate muslimas you can follow this community on instagram the id is soul sisters underscore int int standing for international and when you click on the link in this particular profile it will even show you the link to our whatsapp private group our facebook closed group etc mm-hmm. we really appreciate like when we have feedbacks because it is also like a learning session we are also personally trying to do this workbook yeah it will be so amazing if you are able to connect alhamdulillah we have already been able to connect with many sisters from all over the globe and they were able to give their valuable feedback honestly we appreciate and take every single feedback seriously in You know, it's not just for the sake of just saying you just give us your feedback honestly it means a lot to us so zaina before we wrap up today's episode of the day two of the seven day goal setting challenge do you have any last message for our dear listeners there's this quote that really touched me that it says passion is not what you have it is what you are so that's just a very deep one yeah it's so powerful subhanallah it again kind of linked our day one podcast with our day two podcasts about intentions and our desires yes so just find out what your passion is you do not have to compare yourself with others because each of us are unique and we need to embrace that that's true no matter what people around us think that was a very beautiful quote alhamdulillah so dear sisters until we meet you again with our episode tomorrow which is the day three of the seven day goal setting challenge this is me your host shamima shah jahan signing off along with your co-host this is zainab zia saying assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh